0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Oolaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies. Today I'd like for us to think about how our Lord Jesus was not just the Savior of the world and all of mankind, but also a very good friend to each and every one of us. Only a true friend would sacrifice his very life for ours so that we might be saved from the horrors of hell. But Christ was willing to do just that. He gave up his heavenly abode and came to this earth, lived as a human for 30-plus years, suffering temptations, trials, sadness, rejection, mockery, heartaches of every imaginable kind. Isn't it easy to sing that song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus? It should be, after all he's done for us. Let's consider both that friendship we should have with our Lord and the blood sacrifice that He provided for us as the Savior of sinners. Every human being wants friends. I don't think any of us would deny that. Our Heavenly Father designed us with the desire and need for the friendship of others. And we're blessed with numerous glimpses of beautiful friendships among those of old as we read through the inspired Word of God. Friendship, true friendship, is coveted by all. Solomon tells us how we can have that much-to-be-desired friendship. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Proverbs 18.24 You see, there's a criterion for friendship. We're going to have to show ourselves friendly. In our earthly relationships, our friendships are occasionally lacking. Sometimes they're sort of lopsided with one being bearing all the weight of the friendship. One friend may just always be there for the other, while the other one may not always reciprocate. They may be there only when it's convenient, or when it doesn't interfere with their life. That's not exactly the mark of a true friend, is it? A true friend is there through thick and thin. She's there in the good times rejoicing with us, and in the hard times holding our hand and sharing our tears. But real friendships go much deeper than that. Sincere friendships involve love and honesty, purity of heart, compassion. That's why our Lord is the greatest friend we have. He's the embodiment of all those characteristics. He teaches us that we must deny all ungodliness and worldly lusts and live righteously, soberly and godly in this present world. Titus 2.11-13 he does that because he's prepared a beautiful dwelling place for his friends after we pass from this life, and he desires to spend eternity with those obedient friends. Proverbs twenty-seven six assures us of this. Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart, so doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. Friendship should be honest and sincere and compassionate. A true friend will tell you what you need to hear not just what you want to hear. Our friend Jesus will always be looking out for our best interests, counseling us to do the right things. A friend loveth at all times. Proverbs seventeen seventeen. He loves us enough to keep us from the fires of hell. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Proverbs 27, 6 Sometimes it just hurts to be a true friend, one who's really concerned about another one's sole salvation. No one knew or experienced this more than our friend Jesus, and it cost him, even his life. Christ was not a respecter of persons, Acts 10.34. Our friend and Savior loved everyone, not just the chosen of Israel, but everyone, John 3:16 through 17 confirms that God sent his only begotten son to this earth for all of mankind. Why did the father do this? Romans 3:23 gives us that answer. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Yes, every one of us who's ever lived is now alive and those who are to come are sinners. If we say we've not sinned, then we make him a liar and his word is not in us. We have a need for a savior but not just any savior a perfect savior for those sins because the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus Romans 6:23 Our savior led a sinless life so he was the only acceptable sacrifice for our sins Hebrews 4:15 God loved us so much that he sent his son to die for our sins He did not want anyone to perish or be condemned. Of Jesus, it is said, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Titus 2.14 God sent Christ to be that appeasement, and he is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. 1 John 2.2 Do you see that? Christ didn't die for just a select few, but for the whole world, all who would be obedient to His will and comply with His plan of salvation. Our fellowship and friendship with the Holy One is contingent upon our obedience to Him and His will. When we hear His word and believe on Him, repent of our sins, confess His name, and are baptized, immersed in water for the remission of our sins his precious blood will cover all past sins and continue to cover all future sins that we repent of but we must walk in the light as he is in the light to continue in that fellowship and to maintain that friendship with our lord first john 1 7 through 8 christ willingly sacrificed his life for us 2 Corinthians 5.21 tells us, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Thanks be to God and Christ for this great demonstration of love, mercy, compassion, and grace. So now we must ask ourselves, am I a friend to Jesus? Do I love Christ at all times? Or have I neglected so great salvation? Hebrews 2.3. Do I want to be like Abraham to be called the friend of God? James 2.23. And most importantly, do Christ and I have a lopsided relationship? If so, it's definitely on our part, not His, because our Savior deserves true friends, and we must make that a possibility. I thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program.